This week we are emerging from the depths of plague to bring you the episode 11 podcast, Lunar Cycle. Plague. So please excuse me if I sound a little bit stuffy. Casey had to drag me from my sick bed to do this podcast. You don't really have the plague, I hope. You could. <laughs> but I don't. You but do you're like next, whatever it is, I'm passing the torch. The better I feel, the worse you get. I don't know. I'm usually pretty immune to things, but I feel that you may be correct this time. So yeah, the reason why the podcast is late is all Elka's fault as usual, but for a different reason this time. She's actually ill. It's a force of nature. It's not like it's my fault. It's certainly not my fault. I didn't go around licking doorknobs. You probably licked something you shouldn't have. <laughs> So, episode 11. Why was this the episode of PMS? I don't know. I hate when people talk about it. It grosses me out. I'm an anti-feminist. Because you don't like menstruation? I don't like it when people... Like, there are all these terms that people have for it. None of them are attractive. It's just not an attractive thing. I don't want to talk about it. It's like, you you just don't talk about certain things. Those are the things that we usually talk about. Monster truck rally. (laughs) There's a demolition derby in the backyard. I don't know. There are just certain things that I don't really like to hear about, like vomiting, diarrhea, menstruation. (laughs) Oh, come on. Those aren't all in the same 
level. Yes, they are. So we start out with our favorite scene of the L word recreated to suddenly be totally lame. But before that, I have to interject here. Please interject on my face. They <laughs> they um, showed scenes from last week, and they showed Nikki saying, I'm going to love you forever. <laughs> and it hurt my heart a little bit. Oh, whatever. It really did. I felt really bad for Jenny. And I'm then love um, you for at least the next three to six days. <laughs> so, yeah, it opens with the, the table throwing scene, except for dumbed down. I love that, though, because, like, that's kind of what runs through my head when I see Bet and Tina together. You're the example for all lesbian relationships. You're our role model. But you don't usually say it out loud. <laughs> the movie looks horrible. Yeah. And I was actually thinking, like, they didn't, they didn't show, like, Jenny watching the movie being filmed. They actually showed it as if it were on the screen. And I was thinking, what if somebody would had heard about this show called the l word and they didn't really they've never seen it and they're flipping through showtime and then they saw those 10 seconds they'd be like oh like (laughs) this show sucks (laughs) you know what i mean yes and i don't know for some reason throwing a table when you say then why did you fuck her is way less powerful than did you fuck all night I don't know why it's different, but it it really is. Before you told her you loved me. We were just talking about this. We always talk about this. And people think we're crazy. Well, people who've never seen this show think we're insane. I'm like, God, I really want to be somewhere where somebody just throws the table over. And they're like, what? That might cause chaos. You don't want to be around that. Well, now we have the trifecta of table throwing. We've got the original table throwing scene, the (laughs) reenactment, the lame ass reenactment, and then Kit throws the motherfucking table (laughs) over in the motherfucking planet. Oh, it was terrible. Like, it was obviously like a terrible reenactment. But at the same time, I remember watching the earlier seasons and thinking like, I can't believe these people would actually talk to one another in this way. Like at one time, the character of Bet said, Bev. Bev. (laughs) Bev says, what can I do to help you to forgive me? What kind of us? If somebody ever, if anyone said that to me, I'd smack them right across the face. (laughs) Well, I wouldn't, but I would want to. (laughs) Who says that? Elka, what can I do to help you to forgive me? Well, you can start by getting down on all fours. That's just something that some crazy like, that's a fucked up thing to say to somebody. You cheat oh, really? on them. <laughs> yes. Because, <clears throat> of course, it's a fucked up thing to say. No one would ever say that. Somebody out there with some problems would say it. Right. So then we go into the bitch session at the planet. Everybody's pee up. That's mine. Can but I that, have a No, sip, you're please? <laughs> You are. You already have the sickness anyway. I think the hogs are out tonight. <laughs> It's like a motorcycle game. <laughs> I want some of your Diet Coke. Mm, it's delicious. I'll no, just you are germinated. <laughs> I'll just pour it in. My lips won't touch it. Get a shot glass and I'll give you a drink. A shot it. of Diet Coke? Yeah, you're not Coke. getting any more. Th- you said a drink. You're going to pour. <laughs> Unless there's whiskey, I'm not going for it. That might help you. The old Irish way of curing things. I See, I thought about that, but I thought it might make me sleepy. And I have to struggle through for my listeners why don't you just pour it into the cap 
<sighs> Why don't you just shove this? I'm going to put this cap in your ass. <laughs> I'm going to put a cap in your ass. A Diet Coke cap. <laughs> since it's St. Patrick's Day week, somebody asked. Oh, it's a week now? Well, since we couldn't go out drinking. Oh, okay. Yes, it's a week. It's a month now. Okay. The month of- <laughs> it's Irish History Month. <laughs> what was I talking about? Oh, somebody asked about my Irish ancestry. You told me that. Well, one of our listeners from Ireland just happened to wonder what part of the country they were Oh, from. that's all she wanted to know? Okay, moving on. Why'd you bring this up? I was going to tell them. But now you're not? Well, I found it uninteresting. What? I find it to be uninteresting now. Then why'd you bring it up? I thought it'd be interesting, and then I changed my mind just midway fucking through. Just spit it out. My mom's side of the family is from Galway. Fascinating. All right. So they're all, I don't, I don't like this theme, like I said, but they're all PMSing at the planet. They're just bitching at each other. Okay, but you know how sometimes this happens. Not with your friends. Yeah, your sometimes our friends, the guys and the girls, sometimes just everybody is PMSing. Well, I th- who do you think's the bitchiest? Me. <sighs> oh, you mean on the show. <laughs> I, I agree with you there. Tasha seriously what an ass i'd be like you need to go home and sleep on that and come back to me later she's a fucking bitch on this one she's just sitting there with alice's friends all of a sudden stay out of it alice (laughs) what if one of your friends what if their lover said that to them in front of you i'd feel very uncomfortable I really want some of that Diet Coke. Too bad. I asked you if you wanted anything I just before want a I sip. left. I have no. a sick taste no. in my mouth. No. You have a sick taste about you. <laughs> mm. God, you're so selfish. You have that delightful water that you chose. All right. I am not selfish. I was perfectly willing to buy you something, and you were like, no, I'm fine with this bland-ass water. Dawn Dembo and her lover Cindy come in and announce that she's taking over. And she calls Ivan she. Well, Ivan was always a girl. Oh. He did that for shows. It was like a performing sort of thing. I I really don't know. Okay. Kit throws the table over. You are out of your motherfucking mind. (laughs) And then Dawn says she's coming back to decorate. (laughs) The new planet uniform is going to be white pants. Yes. (laughs) And a bikini top. gold bikini gold bikini <laughs> and then jody comes in and sees that the table's already been thrown over and she's like oh someone got here before me how awesome would it have been if jody came in and then she threw over another table or she picked that table up and <laughs> threw it over again didn't you know i'm deaf Woo! that's so bitchy tina says hi jody no she didn't she what? said jody i'm so sorry you could take your sorry ass home Why is she talking to me? Doesn't she know I'm deaf? Ooh, burn, snap. That would get really frustrating. If you were dating a deaf girl and every time she got mad, she was like, she would either not look at you. You could talk to her. Like, you can't yell after her. You just gave me deaf envy. (laughs) You know, sometimes your girlfriend's yelling at you and you're like, Uh, okay, that's it. Every day of my life. You can't make her stop. (laughs) All she has to do is turn around and it's just lovely, perfectly calm silence. You're the yeller. I would love to I am nap. not a yeller. Every day you yell at me. Oh, please. Every day? Yes. Yeah? Every day. I never. I love you. You're <laughs> such an asshole. What? I don't know. <laughs> you don't. That's my point. You don't make sense. I don't yell, though. I you really do. don't. Constantly. I d- You're yelling right now. Lower your voice. 
Seriously. Say it, don't spray I it. I must be delirious with NyQuil because... Are you on NyQuil? I'm on all sorts of shit. It seems to be affecting your hairstyle. <laughs> Is it... <laughs> I think it's put one side of your hair to sleep. The other side has got Dayquil. <laughs> nice. Well, you've been lying on the couch all day asking me to bring you things for several <laughs> days now. But anyway, you've been lying on the couch all day, so one side of your head has like been against the pillow for hours and hours, and then the other side has not. It's like the NyQuil Dayquil. This would be a great commercial for that, because you know how they sell the packet of it, the pills, <laughs> oh. and it's like half and half, and even the box has like the line down the center. It's Dayquil on one side and NyQuil on the other. You could put your head over that. You know, you're not earning any points right now. Stop yelling, please. In two days, you're going to be laying on the couch asking me to bring you things. I don't lay. I'm a human. I lie on the couch. Thank you, English dickery girl. Um. (laughs) I'm sorry. God, mom. (laughs) Okay, so why are Bet and Jody wearing matching outfits? Charcoal gray jackets. That wasn't charcoal. Do you know what charcoal gray yeah. is? Uh, yes. Gray, gray. We both know. We have. No, charcoal gray is I know like dark gray. gray. Okay. Calm down. That was gray. Stop shouting. Gray. It was, <laughs> it was like whale blubber gray. No, it wasn't. It was the whale color blubber. Of a whale. whale blubber is not gray at all. It's the color of a whale. A shark, maybe. Okay. A whale. Okay. Have so you seen a whale? Matching... A whale's not that color. <laughs> yes, I've seen a whale. I'm a lesbian. I've gone whale watching. <laughs> Okay, well, that, that is was, what we do. It's more like shark gray. Okay. Stormy sky gray. They're wearing their matching shark Inside skin suits. Inside of my heart gray. <laughs> <laughs> They're wearing their... Oh, my God! <laughs> I stepped on the dog's head. Are you okay, Liv? I'm sorry about that. You're not getting a treat. I'm just saying I'm sorry for stepping on your head. Look what he brought me. Lightning bunny candy. <laughs> what? The dog brought this over here. Lightning bunny gummy candy. It says, grab a bunny, light it up. New and improved tong included. Tong? Smell it. You know I can't smell. You can't smell this? I can't even say smell. It's super strong. It's super duper strong. Here, get the tongs. Supposedly, this lights up. I'm scared to eat food that lights up. Where did these come from? Somebody sent. Oh, my God. (laughs) The candy lights up. Oh. I get it. What a great idea. Oh, you get it? (laughs) I didn't understand. I thought the candy really did light up. Don't point it in your eye. Don't point it in my eye. Oh, my God. Is this a laser? (laughs) I wish we had a video podcast right now. Okay, so it's these gummy bunnies, like a gummy worm, but bunny shaped. And they come with these tongs. And when you grab the bunny, it appears that the gummy bunny lights up. But in fact, it shoots a little laser beam into it. And then when you put it in your mouth, your teeth are glowing red. That's, That's really sexy. Here, mm. I want one. There's strawberry. Do you have to use the tongs? Yes. Are they all the same flavor? Well, if you don't use the tongs, they're not going to light up. This looks more like a monkey than a bunny. It's a monkey bunny. Mm, that's pretty tasty. Ooh, these bunnies are reproducing. Pat and pet. Stop eating them without the tongs. Oh, I'm sorry. Here, give me the tongs. Where did these come from? Somebody mailed them They don't them to sell us. glowing bunny gummy candy in New Mexico, that's for sure. I'm just going to take these tongs everywhere I go and eat all my food with them. French fries will glow. Wait one motherfucking minute. Not only did they have matching gray, they also had matching like magenta blouses and matching makeup. (laughs) Matching makeup is the worst thing in the world. It's so noticeable. They look like they're literally wearing one another's makeup. Okay, but what 
was the point of them dressing alike? Is Jody the new Adele? <laughs> no, I don't think there was a point. I think it was probably accidental. And then they thought, oh my God, this is funny. Let's leave it this way. The only thing that would have been funny if they were both wearing rainbow suspenders. <laughs> <laughs> so then Bet and Jody have to go talk it out. And this is, I think, the most realistic breakup I have ever seen on television. Because it just will not end. Gummy bunny, that- gummy bunny, gummy bunny, gummy bunny, gummy bunny. Oh my God, oh my God. What? I got to see something. Give me the tongs. Pull up your shirt. Why? I want to see if they make your nipple light up if I grab it with the tongs. Get the fuck away from my nipples. Okay, well, then talk about the L word. It's uh, nipples or L word. No tangents. Next time you go on a tangent, this tongue <laughs> give me those. is going to light up your... I just... It hurt me. This whole episode hurt me because it just took me back to that time when you're trying to dump somebody who just won't go away. Because when you're ready to break up with someone, it you're takes ready. you a long time. To Mm -hmm. work up to, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it tonight. I swear, I'm going to do it. (laughs) Finally, you do it. You have, yes, finally, I'm breaking up with her now. Oh, good. It's almost over. The burden will be lifted. But no, they just hang on. And it's not just lesbians that do this. Straight guys do this. I don't know if gay guys do it. I think everyone does this. It's peeling off the band-aid so slowly. (laughs) Just tear it off. And the scab is attached to the band-aid. You don't realize it till halfway and then it's too late. And you're like, ow! And then you realize the scab is actually attached to the partially attached toenail. So then you have to rip that off too. And then you realize. got a hair (laughs) stuck to it from your nose and you rip out a nose hair. When you sneeze. And it's attached to a vein. It goes all the way up your leg into your vagina. And you're like, ow! That's what it's like. That's what this breakup was, exactly. I'm sure you've all experienced this, so. I hope that everyone has not. I've this is not experienced this. The girl who won't let you break up with her? No. I don't believe you. I don't think Man, I have. I mean, obviously I've experienced it, but not to this degree. I've had breakups where like the person showed up outside my window at night, like (laughs) begging through the window, please, you're making a mistake. We can work things out. It wasn't me, by the way. (laughs) Never. Obviously, I didn't break up with you. Yes, you did. Okay. But the first like six months we were together, we broke up like 15 times. Okay. But I'm just saying in some ways, Bet got off easy. Like if she could break up in one day. Even if it took all day, that's still... Oh, yeah. I've had worse. Yeah. The worst was I had one of those breakups that goes on and on. The person won't get over it. And it's like, oh, my God, do I need a restraining order? What am I going to do? <laughs> Shit. My, my, I tell my parents, if he calls, just tell him I'm in a coma. <laughs> and then I was trying to call one of my friends, and I accidentally dialed the wrong number. And then it was like, oh, no, I just opened up the scab again. That was kind of pointless. No, you didn't open the scab. You put duct tape on an open wound. First you poured salt in it, and then you duct taped it, and then you ripped it off. Then you poured hot chili pepper. <laughs> then, okay. Uh, yeah, okay. well, this is obviously something going on with you. People are so fascinated with you and attached. Whatever. If you were like, we're breaking up, Casey, I'd be like, all right. Uh-huh. Shit happens. <laughs> <laughs> we are just staying together for the sake of Lewis. <laughs> We really don't have anything else in common in life. We have core value differences. No, we do share the same core values. I think that was a valid 
point for her to make, but then she didn't make it. She just made the statement, we have differences in values. And then Jody's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, never mind. I don't know. She It had to go on all day long until finally Bet was just like, I'm in love with Tina, fucker. Can't, don't you get the drift? Yeah, she tried to be gentle, but she also kind of <clears throat> obfuscated a little bit. What's this? No, I'm going to fight for this relationship. And then they start kissing and the shirts are coming off. And then well, because I'm you not going to let level. you go. It's, don't say I'm going to fight for this relationship when you mean let's be friends. Yeah. She should have never said I'm going to fight for this. I think she might have meant it in that moment. And then like that's bad. I thought it was weird that as soon as they got back to Beth's house, she ran into the house and cried on the counter. Why was she crying? It's upsetting to break up with somebody. I'm sure she feels guilty. And (laughs) Jody called Tina that woman. She's like, are you fucking that woman? (laughs) This is the greatest way to get out of answering a straight question. It's not about fucking. Yeah, well, you could say that about anything. Like, are you blank? It's not about blank. Yeah, exactly. Way to go, Bet. I'm going to keep that one in my back pocket in case I ever decide to cheat. It's not about the sex. <laughs> well, what the Are fuck? you having sex with... It's not... That's what Bill Clinton should have said. It's not about sexual <laughs> relations with that woman. What is it about? It's totally about sex. It's about love. And then Jody asks her if she's in love with her. She asks all those questions that if you're on the other side, you're trying to break up with a person, it just stings. You're like, I don't want to answer any of these fucking questions. <laughs> Can't you just take it at, we're done? Like, come on, we're done, clearly. They have to keep asking you these questions. And they know when they're asking you the questions that it's going to hurt them as much as it's going to hurt you to answer them. Are you in love with her? No answer. Then there's a pause. Do you love her? It's like a little bit safer question in which she answers yes. But of course she loves her. But it's very different than saying I'm in love. In love and, and love. I you can care love deeply for her. your exes. That's I, fine. I enjoy spending time with her. <laughs> Naked. <laughs> I value her friendship. And then they go through the can you love two people at once thing, which we've discussed on the podcast. Of course you can. But you're saying not. you cannot. I think that you maybe you can. Would you get your head out of your ass? Okay. Seriously. I, I used to think that you you can, and now Elka says that you can't, so I'm going to have to agree with her because she's the mean one. So then Bet goes to console Jody. She finally breaks down and starts crying, and she puts her arm around her. She's like, it'll be okay, sport. <laughs> and then Jody starts kissing her, and then eventually she ends up on top of her, and it's very uncomfortable because Bet has bony knees. Meanwhile, back at the movie set, suddenly Tina and Sam think Jenny's a good director. Well, I Instantly, think they're realizing no. it takes well, a while for the movie to come together. You saw the scenes at the beginning. That movie is a big steaming pile of you know what. Potato chips? They're just saying this because we know Jenny's about to get yanked. It's like all of a sudden, five seconds before Jenny gets fired, they suddenly decide, oh, she is a, a good director. And once you see Adele wearing leather pants, you know the jig is up. <laughs> that was weird. All of a sudden, she has all her shit together. So that whole thing, her whole character, her whole personality was an act? This was a disappointing. I thought shit was going to happen. I thought okay. there would be like knives and vivisection and weak <laughs> Adele. That's all she had in her. I don't understand why she went through all that to do that. There was all that psychodrama yeah, and then this built it up and built it up. Who is it that she said she had her eye on? 
kit. Is that going to be unresolved too? So Adele calls the meeting. They show the <laughs> video. <laughs> I know why you're laughing. Why? Because of the way the agent runs up and grabs the tits. <laughs> that was retarded. <laughs> Jenny's reaction to it was hysterical. Well, first she's like, who did this? She can't even believe that Adele is human enough to have any motivation besides serving Jenny. Well, and then someone said, called it an abomination. And she was like, no, it's not. <laughs> it's a beautiful, sacred lovemaking with the purple strap on dildo and my 19-year-old <laughs> girlfriend. So it all leads to Adele directing. I think they're trying to make it look like she's good at it. What's to come of this, Elka? I don't know. I mean, there's only one more episode, and I can't see them spending the whole thing on Adele and Jenny. We've got more important shit going on. Jenny gets fired. She tries to stage some sort of mass walkout, which, <laughs> of course, Shane sticks up for her. And Nikki suddenly is like, Jenny who? Do I know Jenny? Well, she's dead to her now. But she'll love her forever. What was all that? Why do you think they did that? They declared their love for one another. We're going to make it. This isn't just a fling. I'm going to love you forever. I'm going to have babies with you. And then the next week, it's just all over. One person's like, fuck you. I'm not even going to walk out on the set. And the other person's like, what are you doing? Try not to sneeze. Flashing red nipples. Flashing red nipples. Would you like flashing red nipples, too? We got the funk. No. What are you doing? It's all foam. Come on. Why did you pour it like that, you crazy? It's... You just, like, dumped it. Sorry. Now it's going to be all flat. How do you see your... <laughs> huh? <laughs> what? What's wrong? <laughs> what? Nothing. Is there something on my nose? <laughs> what? <laughs> what is it? Nothing. Is it my hair? It's your ear cup. What's wrong with it? It smells like a bunny. A bunny? Did you, <laughs> Did you put a bunny in my Can head? you not feel it? No, but I'm sure you're putting gummy candy in my mic. I but thought you'd notice it. It's huge. <laughs> a bunny could probably do a better job at podcasting than me. Oh, my God. These two are mating. Where were we? What is with? She's dead to me. What the hell is that? She's a dramatic woman. She's a passionate woman. Uh, seriously, she's dead to me. If you don't quit eating these bunnies on the podcast, you'll be dead to me. These bunnies are dead to me. <laughs> well, they're gummy. Have you ever met a live gummy bunny? No. They get gummy if you run them over, though. I want a gummy bikini. I heard <clears throat> that you had an erotic dream about the Kool-Aid man. What? <laughs> is that? What are you talking about? You know what I'm talking about. You have the hots for the Kool-Aid man. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> the about. The guy that burst through the walls, Kool-Aid man. Hey, Kool-Aid man. <laughs> yeah, what about him? The picture of Kool-Aid? You have sexual thoughts about him. <laughs> it's, it's not a person. It's a Kool-Aid. His 
genitals are made out of ice cubes. <laughs> exactly. I don't understand. What, why are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. It's the Q talking. I do always dream about him, though. Frequently. <laughs> <laughs> did you? Did I tell you that? Mm-mm. Really? I hear you in your sleep. Oh, Kool-Aid man. <laughs> did I really not tell you that? No. The Kool-Aid man frequents my dreams. Do you find him frightening no. and yet strangely it's not, alluring? He's not a star of the dream. He's just like in the background he crushing through a out. wall. He's one of your buddies. That's weird that you said that. <laughs> Do you need some therapy to help you get over your... What if I went to a therapist and I was like, I have erotic dreams about the Kool-Aid man. They'd be like, I thought you were gay. (laughs) You'd be like, that's why I need therapy. (laughs) Not the fact that it's a giant pitcher of Kool-Aid, but that it's a male pitcher of (laughs) Kool-Aid with big eyebrows. Why does the Kool-Aid man have such big eyebrows? Hey, Kool-Aid man. (laughs) Sometimes I really wish this were a video. <laughs> what were we talking about? Would you have a problem with... Probably. I have a problem with most things. <laughs> I have a problem with you asking me this question. <laughs> Can I ask you something? I hate when people say that. I say that too. But Do you? You just did. I love it when people say that because it gets your... like You're like, ooh, they want to ask me something. This is a special moment. All right. My query... <laughs> For you, Casey, is would you have any problem with a couple that pay different amounts in rent? Would do you I think have a that couple makes with... the relationship unbalanced, like Tasha said? If you're that new in the relationship, I think it might. I mean, they're brand new. Mm. But uh, no, especially if one person makes a lot more money than the What are you getting at? Nothing. <laughs> no, I'm not paying any more money than <laughs> I don't. I think when you're that new, it might for some people be awkward, but it just depends on what your arrangement is. I think Tasha's right. What? They should move to some place where they could split it evenly. Why should Alice have to downgrade her lifestyle for someone? I would not be willing to do that. If I were Tasha, I would not want to live somewhere where I couldn't pay half the rent. Okay, I can see that. I can. But if I were Alice, I wouldn't want to live in a an apartment with beige carpet and beige walls when I'm used to living in a cool building. Eight times the rent. How much is her rent? Plus eight times. Let's say it's a thousand. That means it's eight thousand dollars. Let's say it's five hundred. That means it's like eight times. Yeah, you're right. I didn't know that Tasha was supposed to be from Long Beach. Long Beach is cool. I think we have listeners there. Don't look at the light. You could permanently damage your retinas. I could see both sides of that argument for sure. They have core value differences. They're never going to work out. Oh, shut it. Don't tell me to shut it. I don't think. We already talked about this. (laughs) Shut it, lover Casey. (laughs) I can't believe you just said that. You're a biatch. But I don't think that Alice should be banking on a job at The View because clearly her co-hosts fucking despise her. Yeah, but you know what happens? Whenever that happens, the ratings go up when there's controversy. Who the fuck watched The View before all the shit was going down on there? I don't know. People in comas? (laughs) That was really gross. When Alice said, I hope you bleed soon. This is what I'm talking about. Like, I don't need any visual cues. I need, like, the pretend words for it. But there needs to be a new word. Let's come up with something that's, like, Smudge. Smudge! (laughs) 
That's like something when an insect on. gets on your glasses. That's gross. How about uh I don't know. I just can't think of it. Everything I there's think a of lot is disgusting of, yeah. and literal. There's a lot of really stupid and lame Ugh, leaking for it that I just don't want to get into because it's too nasty. Well, yeah. let's come up with a good one, a good alternative. Um, I like the one that I use. Do you know what I've I mean? beca- I'm being a woman. No. That's what you say. You're like, I'm a woman today. No, I say I have periodontal disease. Oh, <laughs> That's so stupid. Well, exactly. I want it to be stupid and not, like, I don't want any visual cues to come up. But it makes someone think that you have bad gums. <laughs> Sometimes I say I'm shedding the lining of my uterus. Ew! Okay. This is, <laughs> this is I don't like this topic. So what do you think Alice and Tasha are going to end up doing? You think they're going to end up living in the shithole? Not moving into with one another at all? No, I think that they're going to move in together. The cute, shy fashion designer has clearly got her eye on Alice. And what would be more perfect for Alice than a fashion designer? Alice a is used such car a... salesman? No, that would be less perfect. <laughs> so, obviously, there's some spark there. A day trader? All right, stay with me. A real estate broker. No, Alice doesn't need a fashion designer. Jody needs to date a fashion designer. She needs some help. <laughs> Clearly, and then she got invited to the fashion show. Well, what do you think is going to happen? Fucking on a dock. I don't know. They're going to have like total chemistry. Sparks will fly. They'll be really attracted to each other. And Alice is going to be like, no, I can't cheat on Tasha. It's going to be the one time on this show when the opportunity (laughs) to cheat occurs and the person says no. Because all these girls do on this show is just cheat, cheat, cheat. Fucking, fucking, fucking. Well, they just talked about this last week, like what constitutes cheating. So even if Alice just kisses her to her own definition, she's a cheating hoe. Well, she could go to Tasha immediately and be like, that girl kissed me. No, and no. And then I said, That does no. not work. <laughs> Take she my word me. for it. <laughs> I have Tasha waiting at home for me in my shitbag apartment. I don't know. I think that Alice should go for it. Tasha's been mean to her. Oh, look at her. She can be as mean as she wants. I don't think the person you're dating has a right, like, in front of your friends to be like, stay out of it, Elka. What the (laughs) fuck? You'd be like, fuck you. And the horse you rode in on. Get out of here. You could say she's riding the pink horse. (gasps) No? Riding the red pony. (laughs) Wait, is that a real thing? Riding the red pony. What? I don't know. I'm going to start Maybe saying that for sure. Riding the red <laughs> unicorn? It, no, pony. If it's a tampon, it's a unicorn. No. <laughs> so do you think Alice is going to get the job on the low? She should. She's edgy. She's toying with the co-host. She's like, you know you want some of that. And they're like, no, all of us are not gay. The fashion designer, what was her name? Clea. Cleo. Clea. Clea Mason, I think. Yeah. Her stage fright was, okay, either she's a terrible actress or she's a horrendous actress. Because her stage fright was terrible. She, um, oh, well, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I, she's <laughs> a totally good actress. Whatever. She's been in all, I don't know if I've ever seen her in something that was not kind of gay. Wait, you have seen this actress before? Yeah, she's the girl from Heavenly Creatures. Kind of gay. And she was in But I'm a Cheerleader. Oh, I didn't know that. 
I'm not into the gay film so much. I've seen those movies, but I don't remember her. So apparently, she has similar underwear tastes as you do. She said everything from lingerie to boxers. Well, no, she likes the lingerie under the men's clothes and the boy panties under the girls' clothes. Yeah, I like that. You're right. I like the androgyny. I like to mix it up. You should get a t-shirt that says, I like the androgyny. <laughs> Just to confuse the fuck people. Out of think people think it's a band. That's what we should name our band. I like the androgyny. No. We already know the name of our band, and that is not it. Okay. I'm Robin Banks. It's Ryan the Red Pony. <laughs> to Taco Town. Ew! Ew! I know. How about... Um, <laughs> the red pony is riding through my taco today. <laughs> no, you could say, I'm having a taco with extra salsa. No! I did think she was cute, though. Cleo. Cleo. Cleo? I think it's Cleo, but I'm not sure. That's so the just first should... guy I had a crush on. What's the next scene? Pam motherfucking Gria. Okay. The gun. Finally, we see. Okay, they built this up. Well, they haven't, but I have. <laughs> they have totally not mentioned it. They're like, there's going to be a gun later. But the, all season, I'm like, what about the gun? What about the gun? And this was the one buildup that mattered. The stupid Adele thing. They're like, oh, my God. And then you're like, oh, who the fuck cares? But the gun led up to something that made you want to grab onto the sofa. All of a sudden, Kit has the fatty boombaladdy car. She's had that car forever. I never noticed it before, but suddenly... She got pulled over in the cop by the cops with that car. You don't remember that? Well, when she has a gun in her pocket, the car looks infinitely cooler. The color of the car is awesome. Her driving the car. Everything about the car, in her, her in it coat. with the gun and yeah. attitude. She calls Bet like, I'm about to do <laughs> a bad, bad thing, sister. Okay, what if somebody called you and said that? Would you think they were... I'd think they were joking. I'd be like, they're going to cheat on somebody. That would be the only thing I thought. I would think they were going to, like, shoplift. (laughs) Shoplift? (laughs) Why would somebody call you? I'm about to steal some socks. (laughs) I would think that they were about to eat, like, a big-ass piece of pie. Yeah. So then she shows up at Girl Bar. She stakes it out a little bit. She bar. Oh, I'm sorry. She bar. And she stakes it out a little bit. Then she eventually walks through the beaded curtain. She sees Lover Cindy in her white pants. And then she leaves. And Lover Cindy sees her. That's what's weird. Lover Cindy feels guilty about this whole fiasco. She really is a lover, not a hater. Not a fighter. What was she going to do? Shoot them? Threaten them? What was the goal of this mission that failed? I don't think it was a very well thought out yeah, impulse. She's like shakily unlocking the gun, loading the gun. While she's spying, or while she's in Shebar, we do hear Don Denbo say, Hurry up, I want to have some sex before showtime. I want to have some, it's like she's saying I want to have some beer. Like, I want to get some sex. Can I get some of that sex from you? <laughs> Can I have a side order of sex with that? And Cindy's like, I can't, Dawn. I'm riding the red pony. <laughs> so the, the whole time, Bet is calling Kit, leaving messages. And Tina's calling Bet and leaving messages. Nobody's answering their phone. 
Well, Beth's obviously preoccupied with Jody. And at one point, they're in Beth's office and they're having this conversation. And then somebody knocks on the door. And I so want, it was James. I wanted it to be Tina so bad. I was like, this is going to be great if Tina comes in. But it was just James and his terrible sideburns. So she offers Jody a ride home. And she's like, I want to go to your house because my undies are there. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get my drawers from your house. So finally, I mean this this breakup lasts from dawn till dusk, and finally Jody gives her a super expensive watch and leaves. That was so weird. What do you think was the significance of that was? Well, it's obviously a very expensive watch, but I also think a watch is kind of not the most personal gift. Exactly. That's what I wrote. That's what I think too. It's just like this nondescript, impersonal. Like here's a watch, an expensive watch because I care about you. I mean, it is a really nice watch, and I know she spent a lot on it, and Bet would like it. But yeah, but that's it's not a watch. That's not how you show your affection. Is it's not like she rode in on a tractor with a sign that says 10 ways to whatever." <laughs> I was wondering what was going to be in the box. It was this ominous black box. It's going to be a giant Cadbury egg. Anything would have been better than a watch. <laughs> An assortment no. of lube. You're expecting it to be something meaningful and it's going to like touch bet. But instead she opens it and it's just an expensive watch. I think she did feel touched by it. I mean, I think that. I don't. Plus, what's she going to do with the watch? She can't wear it. Right. She can't give it back. She's stuck with this watch. It's going to be in her drawer. I think it was significant for that reason. And I think she realized at that point, like, she doesn't even know me. That wasn't even something that bet would wear. No, it totally was. A gold 12 diamond watch. It wasn't gold. Yes, the face was gold. We disagree on that point. What point? What do you disagree with? The goldness of the watch? (laughs) You think that she looked at the watch like she doesn't even know me. But I think she looked at the watch like this is such a really beautiful, nice gift. I think she looked at the watch and saw dollar signs and was like, okay, it's a nice gift. She obviously cared about me, but she doesn't really know how to show it. This is her attempt like I said, we disagree on this point. Well, I'm right and you're wrong. Okay, fine. Okay, well, I'll you just agree shoot a laser I'm... beam in your eyes. You're dead to me. Oh. Okay, you're back alive to me. <laughs> Gross. You resuscitated me emotionally. You're a zombie to me now. <laughs> I want to be a vampire. So Jenny and Shane are, um, <laughs> how do I introduce this? They're smoking up. Jenny and Shane are, are smoking out of the bonk the bonk jenny's like can i hit your bonk <laughs> she did donk <laughs> she said bonk <laughs> she called it a bonk it should be called a bonk that's funnier i'm gonna hit that bonk they're real they really really seem high do you think they actually got high for that scene no well they should have okay they're like lying all over one another on the couch i know jenny's totally between (gasps) shane's legs and i'm like it's gonna happen me too it's gonna happen i got excited i totally imagined the whole scene in like a millisecond they're on the sofa getting high i'm like totally gonna happen in one millisecond all the sex scenes and kissing and all the scenes went through my head none of them played out till next week not yet it's gotta happen i can't wait i need it to happen now i don't know I wasn't on board with the Shenny thing before, but now I'm like, yeah. That was foreplay right there. Best friends. They don't even know it. Gay best friends. The whole friendship is foreplay. And Max finally gets some recognition. (laughs) The oracle. He walks in and they're like, all right, Max, you were right. Here's some 
here's some pot. <laughs> you were right. Here's your reward. <laughs> well, I'm glad that this season they resurrected Max's character. Yeah, me too. He's like kind of cool now. He's starting to look a little girly. Shaggy. He looks like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo is what's going on <laughs> soon. Zoinks. And the final scene. We D- knew. Wait, did you or did you not sense sexual tension between Jane and Jenny? Jane and Shenny. <laughs> I'm yes. already doing it. Yes, I thought Jane and Shenny had mad <laughs> sexual tension. Is it going to be Jane or Shenny? It's already Shenny. It's been Shenny. Yeah, Shenny's cuter. Shenny, I've got your number. This last <clears throat> scene, even though I knew it was going to happen, it literally like turned my stomach. Oh, it was God. just so wrong. I forgot about it. Even oh, it was just terrible. When it was happening the first time. Okay, well, let's just go through it. So Kit has some brown rice pudding, an organic oatmeal cookie for Angelica. She's going into the back room, and you know what's going to happen, because she's like, I'll be right there, sweetie. And you're like, oh, shit. Uh-huh. So you already, like, start to get tense. And then when they actually show it, I don't know why, but I was expecting Angelica to be pointing the gun at herself or, like, well, looking down first, the barrel. Well, at she was. I thought it was pointed to Kit. It was pointed at herself and then at Kit. So it was like every sort of bad. I I freaked out a little. I was very tense. Yeah, me too. I didn't want either. I didn't want anything to happen. It was very upsetting. It just looks wrong. Of course. It was scary. Very, very scary and tense. I was like frozen, as were you, I think, on the sofa. <sighs> I'm glad they didn't take the soap opera route with this. I'm glad that she just took the gun was all flustered threw it in the dumpster although i don't think that's the best place to yeah to discard a loaded gun but let's not split hairs but yeah because it could have been like oh my god kit's in a coma i'm really into (laughs) comas right now i don't know why or angie has half a brain nice well that's what could have happened and that was the penultimate episode of season five one more to go wait that's not all that happened so then the I scenes think, from next week. No, the final scene was what we've been wanting this whole season. Oh, Bet, the family. Tina and Angelica all leave to go home together. Yay. And it's very nice. The and happy it feels gay family. Right. Angelica has a Chester Cheetah smile. Did you notice? She's like, hey. <laughs> she has a big smile for such a little girl. It's adorable. Okay. Now, can we get to the scenes from next week? Because they are pretty significant. Scenes from next week, I think they start out with Jody. They don't they don't show us much, but we know that she has an exhibition at the Arm & Hammer Museum. And we know that the name of her piece is called Core. And we just heard this whole thing about core values. So it's, it might be some sort of retaliation, angry ex-girlfriend thing. But I really don't care about anything I saw in the scenes from next week except for one frame. Well, let's just go through all of them. Okay. I know what you're getting at. So then Jenny says, in front of, it appears to be in front of an audience. Well, so you don't have any thoughts on the core values thing? Any predictions? I gotta wait and see how it unfolds. You have no predictions? No. Well, I think it's going to be something striking. Beth's core values are like cheating. That's pretty much it. Yeah. (laughs) And she likes organic food, apparently. (laughs) Jenny says, I'm madly in love with someone. Who do you think she's talking about? I don't think it's she. (laughs) Herself. And then Alice says, whatever starts in chaos ends in chaos, which to me is like, that's all the more reason for her to cheat. How fun. She needs some chaos right now. (laughs) I think you're getting it a little bit wrong, but. 
No, I'm getting it right, but I'm just saying. But I think you're right about your prediction about Alice. I don't think she's going to go through with it, which is a little sad because the more girls that we get to see Alice kissing in a season, the better. (laughs) Well, Leisha Haley. And that was it for the scenes from next Um, week. Hello. Other than. If you freeze frame, (laughs) you can see the return, the triumphant return of Helena Peabody. Yay, Yay! Japanese girl. Let's celebrate together. I love Helena. I love, I love Helena. I love her. I love her. She's wearing blue jeans and she has your bag. She's carrying her own bag. A huge, like, duffily bag. Finally. So that'll be good. I hope they actually, she gets some lines and we get to know, like, what's going on a little bit. And they don't just show her, like, hey, guys, I'm back. End of the season. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. I hope she's like, here's what happened. Here's what I want to happen. Here's what's going on in my life. Maybe she'll move into Alice's hallway when Alice moves in with Tasha. Maybe we'll get to see her boobs one last time. <laughs> Whose boobs do you predict we're going to see on the season finale? Bet Tina's. No, not bet. No boobs. I predict zero. Zero boobs? That's my prediction. Well, that's a cock-smoking monkey. <laughs> if I ever saw one. That sucks. I think we're going to see some boobage. Mm. Maybe we'll see Betty's boobs again. <sighs> okay, I predict we're going to see Tina's. Ben and Tina are back together. They're not going to have sex anymore. Oh, that's sad. I predict Tina and Alice. I predict no boobs. So that's it for episode 11 of 12. There are nine episodes left in the series and one left this season. We will be posting a new chart shortly. Stay tuned for that, where we will be giving away the L Word Games. We'll announce the winner of our previous Hula Girl and Sticker giveaway. There was a clear winner in that contest. Stay tuned for that. Adios, amigas. Give me some NyQuil. You drink any more? I fly like people get high like planes. If you catch me at the border, I got visas in my neck. If you come around here, I'll make a more day. I get one down in a second if you wait. I fly like people get high like planes. If you catch me at the border, I got visas in my neck. If you come around here. My tongue is green.